My name is Dave. And my name's Craig. And this week, be very, very quiet. We're hunting people. Welcome to No More Sages, a show where we take a look at one game from every year and see how gaming has evolved through the decades. Or sometimes, in this case, how gaming has very clearly evolved Mm -hmm. through the years. Uh, Craig, this week you picked... Uh, Stalker. Each of those letters have a full stop in between them because Stalker stands for something. Don't look at me. Absolutely don't look at me either. A stands for adventuring. It's all to do with the game, isn't it? It's it's like different... Not cl- well, it's all to do with the, the movie, isn't it? The movie and the book. Well, I, I, like, Dave, this is instantly where you have more knowledge than me because I didn't know there was a film oh. or a book. Okay, well, hold on. Uh, why don't you read the stats out and then I'll kind of lay out what I know, which isn't a ton. Yeah, okay, so um, Stalker... I can't even... GSC Gaming World developed Stalker, published by the publishing arm of that company, THQ, Deep Silver, and Bit Composer Games. Why is there so many publishers? It's like one of those things. Um, I believe it's because it had all the um, expansion packs, uh, and I think some of the expansion packs were published by different people. Okay, fair enough. That's good enough for me. Uh, Released on Windows and Xbox Series X and S because of the whole Windows, you know, like, doohickey. And it was released on the 20th March 2007, which okay. is 15 years ago. Were you trying to sound like Alan Rickman there? No. Did I sound like Alan Rickman? Okay. That's on, co- that, on that years ago. That's a reasonable compliment. I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, I would love to sound like Alan Rickman. I bet you Alan Rickman would have loved the film Stalker. Um, okay, so Stalker, I did Google this, stands for Scavengers, Trespassers, Adventurers, mm-hmm. Loners, Killers, Explorers, and Robbers. I think this could have just been called Peeps, and had it been probably a lot simpler. But, okay, so what I know of this without Googling and actually reading you Wikipedia, because we're trying to avoid doing that, uh, just off of my knowledge, it was a book in the 70s. Um, loosely the same plot as the game. Loosely. Right. Um, And then that got turned into a movie, which is more of an art film. I've seen it because of what these guys did later. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. hey, Uh, but uh, it's an okay film. It's it's very Russian artsy. So very depressing in every sense of the word. Uh, But it's, it's all right. I oddly enough didn't play the game until much later, like I want to say maybe five, six years ago because I just never got around to it because well, because of what these guys did later on. Um, So you, Craig, what is your history with Stalker? I, and this may come as a shock, but only had a vague history with Stalker. I, It seems like the kind of game, now that I play it now, it seems like the kind of game that I should have been right into back in the day. But I didn't, it was a dibble-dabble, a dibble-dabble. Oh my goodness. That, that, I like that, that phrase. A dibble-dabble, like a, like a vague exploration into Stalker and never touched it again. 
Like, it was a blip in, on my radar, which I feel bad about. In... Yeah, like like um in in some of the circles that I used to run in in terms of like, you know, forums and and stuff like that, this was always held up as this is a quintessential PC game. If you have a PC, you should play Stalker. Uh it, as in it, it you'd never see this on a console. I mean, you would later on, but this was and it was always it, it almost had a Dark Souls reputation yeah. of like this this is this is a man's game. This is a true hardcore game which Kind of turned me off a little bit because it's like, you know, you just roll your eyes and go, yeah, 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 whatever. Um, which I honestly regret now because Stalker is kind of still good. Like, it's it's old and it's janky, but it's got some really cool ideas. It's It's got an incredible amount of cool ideas. Um, like, just from the open world scavenging day point of view to manhunting and general openness to the game it feels very much from the start that you are in control of your own destiny which i think is really nice in a game that's this old like yeah it's it just like this has that old daggerfall feel where it's just like i don't know you're a dude in the world go mm -hmm. have fun um first one can you explain a little bit of the mechanics yeah yeah sure um so um Stalker. Stalker, you have amnesia, Dave's favourite thing in the opening cutscene. You're in a car crash. You're recovered. You have the mark in inverted commas, you know, the mark of a stalker or whatever. And you're recovered. And then you meet basically the vendor from every Borderlands game. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to sell you guns. But first, I'm going to tell you how your pip boy from Fallout works, because that's also in this game. You have an, a PDA, and on that you've got your map and all your information. You've got a log, and you keep very detailed logs about everything. And it also Much like in Metro. Yep. And it gives you a list of contacts and various relationship statuses. So it's a first-person... Not sure. It's a first-person survival game where you have to run about the place, collect things for your inventory which plays the inventory is like straight from deus ex despite the fact that's game first it's also great um yeah and you have to manage relationships and complete tasks and ultimately decide who you're going to align yourself with if you want to align yourself with one specific faction over another so you could you could meet an NPC on the street and he would say, Oh god, over in the over down at that play park, there's a bunch of guys that are just really tearing the place up and it's really annoying. And you've got to decide whether based on this person that you go and take that task on or not. And I um can you hold on for just a yeah. second? Okay, I I I, I want to clarify something. So you said it's not a first person shooter. Mm -hmm. If you're engaging in combat, the way you're going to be doing it is of the first-person uh -huh. shooter variety, but it's not just a first-person shooter. And when you say, like, survival game, it's not like what you see now, 
in terms of survival game. It's not like an Ark Survival Evolved oh, no. or it's a rust. rust or Seven Days to Die. Yeah. You know, the, the, it's not that kind of survival game. This is very much a you're playing Fallout New Vegas on hardcore Ranger mode or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually a very. But sick. it actually matters, uh-huh. unlike in Fallout. <laughs> but um, uh, just to be clear, Fallout New New Vegas as a classic. Fallout New Vegas is a shame, is what it is. Did we not do that? I don't mean, on that. No, we haven't yet. We've talked about it. Like, Fallout New Vegas is a damn dirty shame that it got done dirty the way it did. Um, <gasps> is that, hang on. No, no, are, no, no. You, you mean in, I meant it's good. Bethesda did oh, okay. New Vegas right. dirty. Okay. I'm with you now. Um, no, yeah, it's stellar, stellar game. Mm. Um, okay, but back to Stalker. Yes. So... Uh, when when you're talking about like running into NPCs on the street, it's not like there are town hubs. There, it is. It is this blasted zone you're in, and it's not blasted as in you're in the wasteland from like wasteland. It's still full of vegetation. It's like the Chernobyl parks when you see pictures now of like uh, vegetation overgrowing man-made things. It's kind of like that, and I guess. The unspoken thing is, it's kind of Chernobyl, right? Like, yeah, it just is. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, an interesting thing I found was it made you make decisions kind of like Metro, but what I think are ultimately more interesting decisions. Because, like, for example, you come across two people in a firefight. Or, you know, somebody being attacked by wildlife, which happens all the time because it's terrifying. You have to make the cool decision of, do I wait till he's dead and just loot? Or do I help? And then if it's like, do I help? It's like, okay, which side do I help? Uh Like, you make a lot of really cool snap decisions in this. And there are consequences for those decisions. One of those consequences is getting into a gunfight with the worst gun in existence. (laughs) Like, uh, did you have problems shooting things? Oh, all the time. Like, of all the things that um, a first-person, not shooter, but shooting from a first-person point of view, I I struggled with a lot of this game. I, and this is, you're going to sigh at me Were again. you using your pistol? I, I, it was worse than that. I was using my touchpad on my laptop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Craig. I even tried... I'm going to buy you a mouse. I, I tried using the nipple, and, and that was even worse. Oh, jeez. <laughs> jeez. Um, okay, um, I think you done did Stalker dirty, mm-hmm. but... um. So, while I was playing with my gun, I think it's either a Makarov or a Takarov. I can't remember which of the two Russian pistols it is. I'm like, okay, I, I know I'm aiming at you. I, I shot you. Why didn't it shoot you? Um, It turns out that there is a hierarchy of guns. And with more powerful guns comes better accuracy because your guns are more taken care of. Okay. So I really like that system of like if you're using a busted old gun, it don't fire where you say to fire. Which I think is both frustrating and cool, right? Like that's nice immersion in there. Yeah, yeah, I, d- I, d- I didn't quite fully think this through until now, but the, my one snag or alternative thought on that is, and I'm not a gun man, but 
I'm not really either, but... If you've yeah. got a rusty old gun and you point it at something and pull the trigger, sh- surely it still goes... The bullet still goes where you're pointing, but it's more like the reliability of it and the fact that it might misfire rather than it sh- it goes pyong and the bullet goes off okay. to the left. Uh, sometimes it boomerangs around, shoots you right in the chest. Yeah, it, it's yeah. terrible. Uh, okay, so... But I'm not a gun person, so this is... I am not exactly a gun person either. Mm-hmm. I, I know uh, basics because I... Well, I live in America. Yeah. yeah. Um, my parents... My father went hunting and things like that. Um, so if it's dirty and rusted, the rust on the inside of the barrel will deflect the bullet's trajectory as it makes its way through the barrel. Right? So if it's not completely, you also have the possible of if it's like, that's why if um, you're hunting and like, let's say you're hunting in the snow and you put your, you hold your gun down, you never let the barrel touch the snow because if it gets plugged up, it will just explode the barrel because you have all that propellant and it just can't make its way through that before it leaves the chamber. So you have all that gas build up and kablooey. Uh, that's why it's very important to always make sure you run, after you're done shooting, you run through a clean swab to clean out your gun because any residue left from all the gases and just the propellants that stick to the side inside the barrel will actually affect how accurate it is. And that's why when you buy a new gun, you need to do what's called sighting it in where when the barrel is fully clean, you adjust the sights to where it shoots. You can't like go to a shop, buy a gun and then the sights will always point where the bullet goes. Uh You actually have to go to a range and sight it in. That's mental. Well, I mean, now I sound like a gun nut, and I'm not. I don't. I don't even own any guns anymore. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like, like if you go and let's say you buy a hunting rifle, and you're like, I'm, 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 I'm gonna go hunt me some rabbits. <laughs> um, the gun has iron sights on it, right? And the back iron sight, and this is something you don't see in a lot of video games, but it would be kind of cool little realism thing. Is um, they're adjustable. The back ones, so you can you move a screw or screw a screw in and it raises or lowers the back ones so you can sight it in. And if you buy a scope, then you have to do the same thing to the scope. You have to raise or lower it or move it left or right to where it shoots where you're pointing. And there's the Dave's gun moment. I mean, I Yay. genuinely, like 100%, you took a, f- a flippant comment I made about guns and stalker and literally rationalized it and gave give the perfect explanation so i i that was really good like i really enjoyed that <laughs> as long as i didn't as long as i didn't come across as a know-it-all and bored people i'm happy no. um no. yeah yeah like other than the fact that they kill too many people a year guns are great they're interesting pieces of machinery but yeah um okay so speaking of p- interesting pieces of machinery craig this is a survival world that I honestly wanted to dig my teeth in. Like, I think I mentioned a while ago that I have two games, this batch, that I left installed. And one of them was Red Dead and the other one is Stalker. Like, I, at some point, I really want to dig my teeth into Stalker. And the third one is Fable. To... And the third game we're doing today is Fable. You are correct, sir. <laughs> um... But yeah, like like this feels okay. Let's get down to brass tacks. Okay, these guys did Metro. 
Mm-hmm. You can tell they did Metro. Mm-hmm. I think the open world they did in Stalker is better than the open world they did in Metro Exodus. That's because the open world they did in Metro Exodus was very linear and not open at all. <laughs> well, it was. I mean, you get to the desert part, you nah. have a giant map no. to, to go everywhere. You get to the desert part and you've got like three paths off of the railway line. It's not actually open. Is it not like Stalker is open? Stalker is an open world game. Metro is very much a broad linear corridor. Okay, uh, linear with exploration, I guess. Yeah, linear, linear with exploration, and you can absolutely not like explore the ass off of that game. But you can also just beeline through it and just corridor your way through it. The only, the only thing is. In that one area that you describe, you have to go off to the factory to go and fix the train to go and do something. Yeah. Like, that's all you need to do in Metro Exodus. The rest of well, it is... Well, don't you have to meet the lady in the lighthouse, too? Yeah, but it's all linear. It's all just... You're on a path. What's it? Okay. It's been a while since I played Exodus. Sorry, I I've played it more recently I'm than I have. I'm sounding really aggressive. I'm really sorry. But it, it, it just... Because the thought occurred to me several times, and several times I thought, no, because... Even Metro Exodus, which is a fantastic game, is absolutely great. Incredibly linear compared to Stalker, is like Metro Exodus meets something like your Rust or something like that, where you've just got an open world and you're like, oh, I'll go for that hill and see if there's a camp with people that. And might... then you see a bear and you yeah. go, oh god, oh god, oh god, it, and run. Exactly. There, there is a lot more openness to Stalker that you just don't get with Metro. Okay, because I had it in my brain, and this is with me not playing Metro Exodus for a while. Like, it, when it first came out is when I played it. Um, is is that because the mechanics here have consequences? And by the time you get to Metro Exodus, you're not really that concerned about your air filters anymore. You're not really that concerned about any survival uh, mechanics by the time you get to Exodus. Would Exodus have been better with survival mechanics more harshly implemented? Nah. Because here, they are very harsh. Oh my god. I genuinely, like, there are so many cross links and similarities and you could smoosh the two of them together. But I think what makes them exceptionally different is in that broad, you've got a linear shooter with, you know, like... Chernobyl radiation theme and you've got an open world survival with the same theme and it, it they're two completely different games with completely different you know like purposes in life it just so happens that Metro Exodus is the the latest one like the Metro games went on <laughs> this was just happened to be they left a uh, series that was based on a book to start a, another series that was based on a book. Yeah, and <laughs> about roughly the same themes. And uh, but I think like half of it, like Metro Exodus would be far easier to make than a Stalker Three, like cause, because the complexity of an open world that feels as engaging as Stalker does gets now we're in twenty twenty two. You know the amount of flack the open world. Oh yeah, gets. it's multiplicative. Multiplicative. Multiplicative? Multi-potato. Multi- Multi- it is multi-potato times more man hours and money and all of that. You're right, you're right. So here's the other thought I had about this. 
because should shouldn't like in a perfect world shouldn't these guys have done Fallout? Um, not Bethesda. No, like I there's it's no secret that I don't like Bethesda yeah, Fallout yeah, games. Yeah. I think they're garbage, which is wrong. But okay, but, is it? Is it? Because I'm pretty sure uh, God told me he was right. No, I think, and then I was right. What happened was. The modern Bethesda, like modern Bethesda Fallout, Fallout's three and four, obviously, um, and seventy six. Let's not forget. Shh. <laughs> or let's forget. So Fallout's three and four, um, definitely, a hundred percent. I think they make the best of. No, no, that's not fair. They don't make the best of, but they are what stalker would have become if you just grew Stalker into this massive world. It's obviously going to get thin. Decisions are going to be less impactful. There's going to be less people to align. You're only going to have, like, the Brotherhood of Steel and the other freaky tech guys. and The Railroad or whatever. The Railroad Brothers. And when they grew that world, it, it does just... It just happens that you have to then spread things a bit thin whereas metro i now see what i think you're making terrible excuses because bethesda made the choice to turn it into an elder scrolls game it wasn't always that way they made the choice to make it giant and thin they could have made it smaller and more dense like it's not not like somebody said well, that's that's what I'm saying. I, that's why I think they're bad. But that it, it's like, not because. It, okay, like I I totally get like it's like if Ubisoft picked up Fallout or picked up like the Stalker thing, and all oh. of a sudden you had the Ubisoft Stalker, <laughs> you would be saying Ubisoft's yeah, Elden it Ring. Was, it was Ubisoft's decision to build lots of towers in this barren wasteland, like. I get what you're saying. I just think, like, of all the formulas that you could throw shade at, Bethesda's isn't the worst. Well, yeah, but I mean, just because you haven't committed triple homicide doesn't mean the guy who commits homicide is okay. I mean, I know that's a ridiculous, ridiculous argument, and I feel stupid for saying it, but it was funny. Um, No, because on that front, you have Obsidian that proved them wrong. Like, you have New Vegas that very glaringly points out, this is what it could have been. Yeah. That's an... This is for a completely different episode. I'm sorry, we shouldn't have gotten sidetracked by, like, Fallout, but this, to me, sings as, this is what I wanted Fallout to become. I used to think that about Metro... But mm-hmm. now that, you know, you have that open world here, that's kind of... And I'm saying this is not a huge fan of Fallout 1 or 2 or even, God forbid, Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah. Or Tactics. I didn't like any of them. But this game sings to me in a way none of those did besides New Vegas. And there was nary an old coot with some dynamite to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay... Since we're just getting sidetracked. Mm-hmm. And you're getting tired. How can you tell? Let's. Oh, the constant yawning. The, the being I'm quiet. T- I'm, trying to be qu- um, I'm trying to be quiet while yawning. 
And I'm just, <laughs> I don't, it, it is 12 minutes past midnight, Dave. I know it is. All right. So uh, we're going to wrap this up then because we're just going to get sidetracked and I'd like to try to keep this more focused. Uh, on the focused end, Craig, what do you think of Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves? What? The song. What song? That The song called Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves is by Fleetwood Mac. I don't know why I just thought of that, but it's... I, I don't know what song that... I, like, and I quite like Fleetwood Mac, but I don't know what song that is. It's the song called Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. I'm pretty... Oh, hold on. Hold on. No, you, you, I think you'll be right. No matter what, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, Fleetwood Mac. It was on the album Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. <laughs> okay. Oh, look. Cher did a cover. Wait, was that not Fleetwood Mac? Oh, oh no. it was Cher. Oh, my gosh. It is Cher. It is just Cher. <sighs> well, all You're right. expecting me to know Yeah, song, babe. And then you make it worse by saying it's Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> I feel like I was gonna say, do I do I apologize to Cher or Fleetwood Mac? Now I think you're gaslighting me. I think that that I've now convinced Fleetwood Mac. I think that I just gaslit myself. Yeah. Um, just in case they covered it, I'm googling. <laughs> it's just Cher. Nope. It's just Cher. It's just. It's lots of Cher. <laughs> I referenced the Cher song. Wow. Well done. Oh, well, all right. Um, um, okay, so what were we talking about? Okay, so, so Craig, wrapping it up, what what do you think of Stalker? Like, like where do you uh, sit right now on it? Like, I, I really properly like the game. As it is, as you said at the start, I would like to play more of this. I mean, my bulging to-do list is, is huge and stuff, but I know. Of all the games we've played, I I if this stuck on PlayStation or something like that, or you know, like got released on a console, I would absolutely not play the shadow of it to completion. I think of all of the games we've done in this set of No Man's Skies, this is the one to complete until next week. Oh yeah, we're doing Kirby, right? Um. I 100% agree. We may disagree on Fallout, Craig. We may butt heads on some things like pinball. But on this, we can agree. Stalker is really good. Like, and, and it hasn't even aged all that terribly. It has aged. Don't, don't get us wrong. You can tell the moment you boot this up, some people have golden eye face syndrome. Yeah. And it's a little little wonky. A, trying to break a box to get an item out of it is about how I mess. <laughs> like... Um, yes, there are wonky bits to it, but it is, and this is a buzzword, it is super compelling to play because you're, you're on a razor wire line between life and death. And it's super interesting. 
And I can't say I'm disappointed by what these guys went on to do. They went a different direction and they did that well. So good on you guys. But like Craig said, I'd love to see this on a console. I would love to just sink into my chair and play Stalker as opposed to having to sit at a computer and doing it. So good job on you guys. Um, I would heartily recommend this. Check it out. Stew Stalk out. Stalk it out. Doesn't work. All right. So next up we have what is also kind of a crying shame, and that is Fable 2. Join us as we just yell for an hour and a half at Peter Molyneux's bald head. Um, we forgot to bring tomatoes. Uh, Craig's going to use the fart gesture a lot, though. So be prepared. Anyway, if, if you have anything to say about Stalker or Fable 2 or Odama or what, whichever game we've ever done, you can hit us up on the website at nomoresages.com where we also have a place you can suggest the game. And we would love to talk, especially if you got something um, like Stalker that kind of just surprises us and goes, oh shit, this is still really good. Um, really don't feel the need to like recommend Chrono Trigger or something like that because we, we know that's good um, but yeah we're always open to suggestions and even if it's something that you've heard talked about 8 million times we'll still play it and talk about it because why not it's fun it's video games so like I said next week we're doing Fable so we will it's Fable 2 we will catch you next time say goodnight to the fine people Craig goodnight fine people stop killing in your best Russian accent Good night, fine people. Oh my gosh, that is that is eerily good. Thank you. <laughs>